The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, March 16th. And you know what this means, Mark? Big day today. Federal Reserve meeting, we are going to get the first increase in rates since the COVID crisis began. We're moving off of the emergency level. We'll have more about that later in the week because I want to see what happens in the statement, et cetera. But uh, it's going to be it's going to be momentous. It's like what we're waiting for and we are in it. And now it is time to chase down these inflationary pressures. So get going, Federal Reserve. Could not happen quickly enough. If you have a question about how the Federal Reserve impacts you in your life or any other remotely financial question, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click on the contact us button, and we will get that note. Please let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air with us. Mark does all the work when it comes to that. That's what he did in arranging to get Portia on the air. She is joining us from California. Portia, welcome to the program. What can we do for you? I have a handful of questions I'd love to ask okay. you. So let's start with number one. Starting with, is the pension worth it? I've been in a county job for the last almost three years. I need to be with them five years to get a pension, which looks like it'll be about $500 a month. It's, okay. hard, to, it's hard to turn down money. It's also really hard to hang in there. How much do you earn there? I earn about 75000 a year, and it's not my primary source of income. Oh, it's not? No, I have okay. some real estate. Okay. How old are you, Portia? I am 60. Do you like being there or what? What's the story with this job? I like being there as long as I don't have to go into the office, and I know that's going to be coming to an end. Oh, I see. Essentially, you need two more years to get the 500 bucks a month, right? Yes. Uh, let's talk more about other stuff coming in. So you said you've got rental property. Tell us more about that. I'm in California, so prices are astronomical. I just refinanced two properties. One is now at 2.8 and the other is at 3. Uh, 30 year fixed on both. Okay, so let's tell let's talk about the 2.8% mortgage. What is that property worth? About 880, 900,000. So what is the outstanding mortgage amount? 
About 300000 It's fully rented, right? Correct. Um, what do you receive in rent? Let's say, give me the real number, not the, the depreciation one. Like, what do you collect a month net of your expenses? Oh, let me think for a quick sec. It rents for thirty. Sure. It rents for thirty one hundred. The monthly payment is now about twelve. It's a condo. HOA dues are about seven hundred. Property taxes, I think, are close to twelve thousand a year, eleven thousand okay. a year. Okay. So a thousand a month. So I'm looking at that. So I'm looking that like honestly, you're kind of like sort of breaking even on this. No. Yes. Should we raise our rent? Well, it was empty for a couple of months last year. Uh, someone got someone got in on a year lease at the end of the year, so they're going to be in there until the end of the year. All right, so that's that. For so that, that one is basically break even and a, and a tax positive. What about the second property, the one you refinance at three percent? How much is that worth? That one is a fourplex, and it, yeah, it's probably worth I'm guessing one point seven, and it brings in about ten thousand a month. Uh, wow. Wait a second. What's the mortgage outstanding on the 1.7 valuation? The mortgage outstanding on that is about five. And the 10000 a month is a gross or a net, do you think? That's a gross. We got a bunch of expenses. What do you think it whittles down to net? 7000 Can you live on that 7000 a month? Forgetting about the first property since it's a break-even and you're bringing in seven grand a month, forgetting about your salary, on that seven grand a month, could you support yourself? Barely. Barely. Okay. What do you think your real expense number is? Closer to 10. Okay. Great. And now I'm going to ask you other fun things. Tell me about other investments that you have. What do you have? Do you have any retirement plans? Yeah. I'm maxing out my 457B plan at work this year. So that's mm-hmm. going to be, I think, seven something. The 401A has about 250000 mm-hmm. and other investment accounts totaling about Mm, 25, 30. Are those non-retirement or retirement when you say the 25 or 30,000? Primarily non-retirement. How about just plain old boring emergency reserve fund? Mm, Probably about 20,000. And so other stuff going on, you've got the rental properties, you've got your emergency reserve, which is a little light, but it's okay because you do have cash flow. I mean, given that you're also, you are earning 75 grand a year, are are you maxing out your retirement contribution because you don't really need all of that money? I am. Okay. When do you think you have to go back to work for real? Like in person, many days a week? I'm thinking probably July. Let's say you were to bail out of this job. And you said, ah, forget it. I don't care about the $500 a month. Do you think you could get another job? No, probably and not. And would you? No, not necessarily. Like you wouldn't be so easy. It would be like, all right, I'm going to just pull the plug. We'll be done, right? I'm thinking so, yeah. What's the social security situation? What What are you looking at as a benefit in the future? I think the benefit of my own is about 1800 a month. I've got an option of taking a former husband's, but I... I don't know anything really about that. And I haven't investigated it just because I think it would, I'd either need to cut way back or stop working to avoid some kind of offset with the salary. So your $1,800 a month, that would be at age what? 67. All of this is to say that you've got a whole bunch of money that's tied up in real estate, obviously. And you're single now? I'm single and California property tax is my greatest expense. Of course it is. Well, but you live in a great place. So tough luck. First world problems. So, I mean, here's the question I have for you. 
what sounds better? Let's go through a couple of options. One, work for two more years, keep socking away money. And I'd like you to, in socking away money, I wouldn't necessarily want you to put so much money away in retirement. I'd love for you to build up that emergency reserve fund a little bit. But you could do that for a couple of years, get your 500 bucks a month and also save some extra money. That's number one choice. Number two, how would you feel if you kept working for a while, but then, you know, your fail safe would be to sell one of these properties and probably, I'm sorry to say, the one that you just um, refinanced at 2.8% because you've got uh, a bunch of money in there. So would you be willing to sell one of these rental properties? I would. Um, I was kind of wondering, since I refinanced them and the rates are down now, one of your other shows said just letting that extra money sit in an account will make it vanish. And that's my fear. Now that my monthly payments are lower, I don't want yeah. that money to just vanish on pedicures and good wine. And <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. If it's good wine, I'm, I might be on board. Pedicures, definitely not. I think for you, what might be helpful is, you know, not so much, I don't think you should do this job just for the pension, but I do think making 75 grand a year is real. And that is something that, you know, I think that until you have a little, you have a gap here, right? Because you yeah. have a gap between, you know, 60 and 67, you know, you might have to make some tough decisions. You don't have, you know, most of your money, most of your net worth is held in real estate. One of your properties is the property that's performing. The first property, the 880, where you're breaking even, that's the one that's not performing so great. So I think there's a couple of things to consider. To get to your $10,000 a month that you need, we know that seven of that is already in place, right? Because that's the fourplex. So where are we getting your three grand a month? You know, you can work to get that three grand a month and stay in your $75,000 a year job. And the side benefit is that you're going to get a, a pension if you stick it out a couple more years. Again, I wouldn't do that just for the pension. I'm just saying that having a job at age 60, a job that you know and you can live with is is not a bad thing. So then I think the other option would be either you have to raise the rent on that first property in the next year or two. But I have a feeling that if you don't raise the rent and it does not start bringing money in over the next couple of years, that you're going to be faced with the idea of, should I sell it? And I think that's a question to ask yourself. And I think if you were to sell it, let's just say it's two years from now, okay? And now you're 62 years old and you've got five years before you need to collect social security. If you were to sell that and it's, let's say it's a million dollars or a nine, even if it doesn't grow by that much, you know, but you've got this money, you pay the, the capital gains tax that's due, you do your recapture, you got four or 500 grand. That is what you can use between age 62 and 67. And you use that to live on. And you use it to live on not just for pedicures and for good wine, but you invest it. You'd open a brokerage account and maybe you'd get some help. Maybe you wouldn't. But I think that that's kind of the, that's how I would think about it. Does that sound like kind of, um, I mean, again, it really depends on how much you want to work and how much you really like despise going into the office. So tell me of those choices. What do you think? You know, I bounce back and forth and that's why I reached out to you. What about healthcare? Yeah, what do you get? When, when are you getting health care till from six from you know when you stop working to Medicare? I'm gonna have to buy it on the open market. Yeah, so you're not gonna. So I don't really want you to stop working so fast because it seems to me that 
you need some non-retirement money built up to do some stuff. Okay. So I'm saying that even if you hate work, I would gut it out. And I'm sure you're not going to hate it as much once you start doing it again. Maybe your boss would allow you to work from home a little bit and you can say, well, you know, gas prices are high and I'd like to be able to get a little flexibility. And who knows? Everybody wants good employees now. So maybe you can negotiate that. But, you know, you're going to have to pay for health insurance. Will you get with the county's pension? Are you able to purchase health insurance cheaper? I don't know. You mean once I retire? Yeah. I don't know. I probably should find a good partner who's got health insurance. Yeah. Well, let me listen. This is what happens is as you get older, you realize you choose a partner based on health insurance, real estate, and pension. Those are the three things. (laughs) So that's what you have to really under. So I think you've got a few things to consider. And I think you should go back to work when they say come back to work. And I would keep working. Mark, do you agree with that? Like keep working until it becomes so horrible she can't. Otherwise, she's got to sell that first property, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. That was my thinking all along. She either keeps working, and if she doesn't want to keep working, that first property has to go. Yeah, got to go. Got to go. Because you'll, you're will you going to need the cash. I mean, really, once you get to 67, you're in great shape. Because then you're going to have, you know, you're going to have even, I'm sure that the fourplex will keep, the rent will keep rising, you know, in general. So even, you know, if it's 7,000 net now, if it's 7,500 and then maybe you got 500 a month from a pension, there's 8,000. Then you've got your 1,800 from your social security. I know that has to be taxed, but like you're in good shape at that point. If you really don't want to work, then you got to sell that first property. And then that's, then you're going to have to spend some of that money down just to live until social security kicks in. I'm a worker. I keep working. I'm voting for the work. You do what you want to do though. You do you, Portia. <laughs> Thank you, Liz, I would say. Do you have your, your estate documents done? Is there anyone you got to take care of? What else is going on? No, I actually, I don't. I have all my estate documents done. I have an adult son that I have a special needs trust set up for, and okay. that's it. Well, you sound like you're in good shape. So um, let us know what you'd end up doing. I'm rooting for work. I like real estate, but that ha- property has to work better for you. Otherwise, you're going to use that money and get lots of pedicures and lots of good wine. And you got a lot of good wine in the state of California. Another good thing, reason to live there, right? <laughs> All right. If you have a question like Portia from California, you want to start sussing out what your options are for your next chapter, then go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button and let us know what's going on. Don't forget to subscribe to our free weekly newsletter and to our other show. It's called Eye on Money and check out all the great content that lives on our website. Hump day, ladies and gentlemen. The days are filled with news. Try to take a deep breath. Just remember to do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 